You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcast, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects we all love to frolic about in our free time. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, just go to Patreon dot com slash the batman bc it'll help keep the generators running here in the wayne manor study now thank you for listening to episode 117 the resurrection of raz al ghul joining me he's not a stranger to the show he's making a triumphant return though i think he was on earlier this year i believe or was i on his show i don't know he's from the geek ultimate alliance he's uh, a good pal of mine to talk to love talking comic books with him chris balga chris welcome back to the batman book club See, that was one thing I wanted to ask offline, but you've already answered the question. How are we pronouncing Ra's al Ghul? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I've always thought about that. And I know that Batman Begins, uh, a lot of people don't like that he started the Ra's. I always thought Ra's, even though the animated series said Raish. I heard in interviews, Denny and Neil Adams both say Ra's and Raish. So it's like, we all know who we're talking about. Pronounce yeah, how you let, want. Let, let's let's focus on the important. Let's talk focus on the important thing, not the. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Always thanks good for talking to you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And, and again, it's uh, it's Batman. So, like I was saying before, I said, man, I'm reaching back into some of my uh, my cult classic favorites. Sorry. I consider this necessarily <laughs> not usually at top of the people's list, but I certainly love it. So, yes, um, I, I like the I love the the classics. Like just a couple episodes episodes ago, did uh, Death of the Family. It took 114 episodes mm-hmm. for someone to pick Death of the Family. So there's still a classics um, that have not been explored. But then I do like the uh, oh, what do you want to call them? The, the deeper dives. Mm-hmm. You know, like and and I consider this one a little bit more of a deep dive. It's it's fairly you know recent ish. Um, but before we get into that, I have to ask you. Yeah, uh, you know how it goes, Chris. Have you been reading any Batman lately, aside from what we're going to talk about? Yes, I've, I've, I'm, I've been luckily been keeping up to date on on some of the recent stuff. So uh, I would say most of the Batman titles I've I've really enjoyed. Robin, the the um, yeah, the Shadow Lazarus War? War, yeah, the Shadow War, the Lazarus War. Yeah. Um, that was a ni- that was a nice surprise. But um, love it, loving uh, uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight. I'm 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 digging it. Yeah. Uh yeah. was that the last was that the last book? This is I feel like this is your fourth appearance mm-hmm. on the show. I uh, see this is where I'm a bad host. Didn't do my homework. I'm I, I I should have seen which one you did last time. It's all right. Um, I I I, I want to say this is the fourth time. I really want to. So because okay. yeah, right. I, I would think that done hush, we've done Tower of Babel done um, tower of babel was the last one yeah that's so it tower of babel so i think this is the fourth yeah yeah there no. we go first time we did my first one was black mirror so yeah this is four okay 
There we go. So it's a, so I I might get like a a Batman book club uh, smoking jacket at that point. I mean the the four timers yeah. club. Yeah, four timers club. I mean I don't think we can compete with your your weekly your monthly guests with uh, your normal crew at that point. Yeah, Pete <laughs> Pete has a pretty good lead on everybody, and I get to hear about that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just glad that we were able to track that down of which which episode because uh, I don't hate it had to fix that in post and be like, man, I think this was the third time that you've been on the show, you know, something like that, <laughs> really bad, noticeable. <laughs> edit. Um, very cool. Yeah. I really liked that story. Obviously we do the monthlies, so I'm keeping up on all that Batman stuff, but that was, a, I don't like with events. And we're going to talk about this here in just a minute of like events and crossover titles and stuff like that. I got a little burned out by that when I started my, you know, my monthly comic book reading and everything. And so I think I still hesitate when that's going to be an event. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. But because we're doing the monthly talks, I had to read it. But actually, I really, really liked it. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this is how you do it. Yes. Which is funny because some of those characters pop up in the book that we're about to talk about. Exactly. So let's dive right into then the uh, book we're going to talk about. Batman, The Resurrection of Raz slash Raish Al Ghul. This book, oh, stand by, came out in 2007 physically. Multi-title crossover. Batman issues 670, 671. Robin issues 168 and 169. Nightwing issues 138 and 139. And Detective Comics, 838 and 839. And then an epilogue in 840. Now, a vast uh, amount of writers and artists were on this story uh, including Grant Morrison, Peter Milligan, Fabian Niciesa, yes, Paul good. Dini, uh, and Paul Dini, artist Tony Daniel, Freddie E. Williams II, Peter Bellion, Don Kramer, oh my gosh, my writing small, Ryan Benjamin, and Dustin Wen. Phew! So it came out physically. It was collected in a trade paperback. It was collected in a hardcover. It is not available on my favorite app of all time, Hoopla, but the issues are available to buy digitally as well as on DC Universe Infinite. So, Mr. Balga, I can see you right now, mm-hmm. and I think I know what book you have, but why don't you tell everybody else which version I, you read? I, I read the hardcover, and the only reason I read the hardcover is because I do have Grant Morrison's collection in Omnibus, all three of them, mm-hmm. but because it's not all written by Grant Morrison, you can't find that all in Grant Morrison. I also have the Paul Dini omnibus at that point (laughs) that also you cannot find everything because it's all written not written by paul dini and that's the trouble with creator uh focused omnis at that point but you know i don't even this one i got i believe i can't remember if i got this off ebay for a good deal or on hamilton books Um, okay because i know it's not easy to find i don't know if it's technically out of print i'm not sure It it definitely is not an easy one to find but i don't know if it's technically deemed out of print uh, technically, yeah. I like as bad as it sounds, I can't find it on some of the sites that I go to to buy mm-hmm. uh, brand new. And so then it, it is a okay. So is it on Amazon? And I think you have to buy, uh, you know, in the marketplace copies. Yep, yeah, that, that, and that, stuff. Yep. And, then that's basically yeah, it's out of print. Yeah, in yeah. which on Amazon they have oh, that's the French edition. Okay. Oh, that's helpful. But if, <laughs> if you click hardcover, oh, that's not bad. Hardcover, they've got. Used copies as low as $9.92, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it may it's not, not bad. Yeah. eBay I mean, has some for a little more than that. I, I just looked up, but 
Yeah, Very so good. it may may be out of print, but definitely not a uh, a high price book. So. No, you can you can track that track that down. Me and I get very excited when I do this. Took a trip to my archives and grabbed my floppies. Yep. I, I I used to have this, but I this past spring I sold it. I sold pretty much majority. I'd say about ninety seven percent of my floppies to my buddy JP, who runs uh, an online uh, graphic novel store called OrganicPriceBooks.com. Oh, and nice. um, he does whatnots and things like that. So he's he's using it to sell and throws them in mystery boxes at that point. I've had two very small um, boxes of singles now of like mm-hmm. ones that mean something to me or ones that sure. maybe one day I might slab them, but probably not because I just don't have the time or the patience or want to get the money. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they yeah. mean something to me. But yeah, I did. I did have this series in singles, but those are gone to some other home now. This was, it was fun for me to go and grab these because these, when this book came out, I was, I mean, as I've said here, it was uh, basically Grant Morrison's run was my end to back to, or for the first time ever that I got to start reading monthly mm-hmm. issues of Batman and Detective and stuff. So this was the first crossover event that I could do. So I was definitely, you know, I was, <laughs> I was young and excited that I could, I was a big boy now making my own choices. There were comic book shops in my area. So of course I got I was, my money in a wallet. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It's payday. So it's all going to comic books and then I'll make sure to buy ramen noodles and that's all I'll need to eat. I'll be fine. Yes. Um, so yeah, that, that was exciting. I'm, I'm glad that I got to go through these um for this reading so again i'm glad that you chose this book and uh do you remember the first time that you read the resurrection of raza i definitely read it first run um this was during when i still was collecting singles at that point um you know i loved morrison's run i mean morrison's run it just it kind of starts and stops starts and stops starts and stops so um you know the last major thing i had seen with raz in it was um you know legacy okay so that's like kind of the last major event that I remember kind of sticking out of my mind. I can't remember. No, I, I don't want to interrupt because I, I have I have a, a more recent one, but I want to yeah, see. Yeah, I was if, about to say I, I was about to say No Man's Land would happen after that, right? Or no? Yeah, No Man's Land would happen after that. So. No Man's Land would happen after that, uh, but actually, it was its own limited series nine issues batman death and the maidens yes there you go that knew i that's was missing on. something yep that's Which, also that's a pretty that's a pretty stellar one at that too it's yeah that's a great story um not covered on this show yet um you know guests choose whatever books you want uh but that one hasn't been covered yet i'm just saying and also <laughs> lastly oh i first read it since i have these issues um a weekly i read it as soon as it came out Mm-hmm. I was I was all in on on the Batman title and following along and reading everything. So I was getting this as soon as it was coming out in 2007. And then uh, lastly, Chris, um, why the resurrection of Ra's al Ghul? I, I've loved Ra's as a character. I think he it's it's an interesting dynamic that he's always had uh, between Bruce and him. I mean, come on. I mean, I always hear um, our most recently deceased voice actor. Who had, mm-hmm. who had played Roz in the the animated series that that's the voice I hear and I just love yeah. the whole idea of like calling him the detective like they have this mutual res- they have this mutual understanding with each other even though they're bitter rivals and know they'll never be on the same side mm-hmm. but it's he always makes it interesting yeah but what I will say and spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the uh injustice movie um that that's on hbo max and things like that um i did not like his involvement in that i thought i I thought i thought it was uh very thrown in (laughs) 
<laughs> I need to rewatch that because I watched it like right. And I mean, like the day it came out and then I haven't revisited it and I do sort of forget what all happened. So, I mean, you could have said, Hey Ryan was a uh, Roz in that movie. And I'd say, yeah, I don't know. Was he? <laughs> I watched and, it. I don't and maybe it's my love of the injustice comic at that point that I already sure. have many problems with that movie, but that one was just like, Nope, sorry. Don't need Roz in it. Sorry. That, that, gotcha. seemed, that seems unnecessary. Well, it's kind of, so Roz was a, um, and I apologize to whoever's listening. And every time I say Roz, they're like, oh my God, it's Rish. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm really surprised. It took us 117 episodes to get a Roz al Ghul story. Well, no, we uh, had one. We had one. Well, we had Tower of Babel. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. So you're the al Ghul guy. I am apparently Chris. So maybe I'll, there we go. So maybe I'll choose death of maiden just to continue that. Yeah. Why not? Start, <laughs> keep that trend going. Um, that's true. Yeah. 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 So tower of Babel. Okay. Um, I mean, I am like, it does. It kind of surprised me. I'm really glad that you picked this one though, because mm-hmm. this, it, he's an interesting character to me in that when I first started reading Batman comics, my first uh, stack that I got when I was, you know, like seven, um, there was no Ra's al Ghul. Uh, he wasn't a character in, that I learned about until early 2000s. And his stories didn't necessarily excite me, but I don't know what it is about him of maybe as you grow and you mature. Um, yeah, believe it or not, I'm more mature now than I was, you know, 20 years ago. <laughs> hey, but, you know, we learn, we grow. <laughs> we do. But there's like more, there's something in, like you already said, the respect of the two characters. And there's almost more in dialogue that you mm-hmm. appreciate then, you know, the action, the sword fights and stuff, which sure there's plenty of that with him, but he was definitely a character that I started to appreciate and enjoy more as I got older. Uh, so when you picked this story and now I remember, yes, of, when you picked Tower of Babel, um, which that one, like, it's, it's crazy to me that I even forgot that, that that was the first one we already, and we talked about him before, but um, I'm glad you like in you picking this one because I don't know. I, I more of that dynamic. And then, yeah, like you said, of uh, David Warner, RIP, you can hear mm-hmm. him when there's detective uttered from his mouth in these comics. You just totally hear that breakdown detective, you know, and, like and, and it's just interesting just because like David Warner is not necessarily from the Middle East at, at that mm-hmm. point. But it just, you know, Roz is basically. Mm-hmm. But it just he carries this like stature above uh, above like he mm-hmm. he handles it so well and so okay ethnically shouldn't match but it it works just because of what it is like even liam nielsen playing him in um the dark knight trilogy yeah it 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 just you know he i i'd be hard pressed to not say that i I can't remember behind the scenes stuff whether he he looked at some of the animated series to kind of carry that weight because he he does it very well yeah absolutely um so as we just kind of said that <clears throat> setting up for this story, uh, we know Damien is still pretty, a pretty new character. Mm-hmm. Um, he hadn't been around for, you know, he'd been around for when this story started. Um, yeah. Like not even a year. Yeah. He's still, he's still probably he's still, he's still new. was, <laughs> he, he definitely wasn't where I've, I've grown to actually like Damien. You know, yeah, I, I was I, really it, annoyed it, by Damien still. <laughs> most of us were. Most of us were just because he. I think, you know, when you have people like Jason Todd, like saying, oh, a lot of people like Jason, I was like, yeah, but Jason's got a lot of baggage, literally. 
to mm-hmm. to deal with now that he's grown up. But mo- most of us like this, this. Well, for most of us, this is our first kind of real encounter because when I was born, I didn't understand Jason Todd. Like my my Robin was uh, yeah. Tim Drake. Mm-hmm. So so seeing that and then seeing this kind of combative little person that says that well basically Bruce fathered a child uh, mm-hmm. out, of, out of wedlock with Talia well it makes sense why he's acting the way he is but it's rather interesting like this is I think this was the story that started the turn for me with Damien considering that how attached he is to be with Bruce and back yeah. I was still waiting for you know this phase to run out mm-hmm. and he's not Robin anymore He's gone. He leaves. You know, so I was still just waiting for that because in my mind was I couldn't accept the fact of like, why do we need another Robin? I know we've had Tim Drake for, you know, over 15 years mm-hmm. at this point and stuff, but it still wasn't like we don't now, need another Robin yet. Now, now, I may be, now I may be a bad listener of your show necessarily, but like with everything, everything kind of blurs together when you have sure. X, how many episodes. Has anyone done Batman and Robin Eternal? No. Okay. Okay. Maybe that may, right. that may be one because I can because see. you make it's, you make you turning. make that you make that statement, and I challenge anyone you read Batman and Robin Eternal. That book really turns it on its head of why Batman needs a Robin. Why Batman needs a Robin? Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's a lot of good arguments there on why yeah. Batman needs one. He, I mean, Robin's almost as old as Batman is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he's one year younger, um, historically speaking. But um, yeah, so this in this story. Death and the Maidens was in 2003, and I believe it is hinted that Roz died in that in that story. Um, mm-hmm. So he's dead. He's been gone for a couple of years, and I mean, they're not hiding it. Uh, this is called the resurrection of Raz Al Ghul. So he is he's <laughs> back from the dead. Surprise! They start off with the whole issue. Yeah. It's like, I wonder if he's coming back. Ah, uh, maybe. What a twist! <laughs> um, I like that this book does start off with a bang. In you know. I mean, now it seems like, wow, what a, uh, what a first issue, but I mean, it's the, it kicks off in the Batman title with mm-hmm. Grant Morrison and Tony Daniel. Uh, we didn't yet know where this Batman run from Morrison was ending up and how huge mm-hmm. a part in Batman lore it was going to play uh, this. I think this story is, I'm not going to say it's ever forgotten, but I think a lot of people focus on Damien, the, um, uh, Batman Inc. and Batman R.I.P. Mm-hmm. and Final Crisis and the Return of Bruce Wayne, like those are what they think of with Grant Morrison. And it's like, oh, but right here in this little part is uh, two <laughs> parts of the Resurrection of Rosal Ghul that Grant Morrison also wrote. And which I know that's not necessarily originally his idea, and he was doing everything. It was it was mul- you know as I already read the credits, multiple writers, multiple artists to tell mm-hmm. one story in multiple titles. So I get that, but I think that the story kicks off. In a very exciting way in which I even I think I even messaged you when the day that I started reading it and I read that first chapter and I was just like, spoiler alert, I'm uh, really glad you chose this <laughs> because <laughs> well, it's been a while since I've since I've read it because I did not buy a trade or a hardcover because I was like, I'm going to be responsible with my money. I don't need to double dip. I think that literally only lasted with the resurrection of Razzle. Everything before this and everything after it, I bought the issues and then I mm-hmm. bought the collect the uh, trade or the hardcover when it came out, but I didn't get this one. So I don't go back to my, uh, you know, go to my long box all the time and grab. So I don't know the last time that I read this. So I didn't remember specifics other and, than and this, 
Rosalind Gould gets resurrected. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this was interesting because it literally has three prelude issues before you get into the like story proper. Mm-hmm. So let's see, in, in your hardcover, mm-hmm. from what I looked at, the epilogue, Detective 840, that one, I, what I read online is that that one was not collected in the hardcover. Uh, what is everything else, including the prelude, Batman 670, up through the seven parts following? Are those what's yeah, collected in your the version? Se- the seven parts and the three prelude issues are collected. Ooh, so what's, so- the, what's the other two prelude issues? Uh, this one prelude, and the tough part about this one is that it just gives you the, and you can see, just yeah, I can see cover, the cover, but, but doesn't tell you, like, what is it a Batman book? Is it a Robin book? Is it a Nightwing ah. book? Um, but this one was written by Peter Milligan. So okay. he did the first prelude. And then the second one, just that one was called Prelude to Resurrection, Resurrection Shuffle. The next one was called uh, Prelude, the Festival of the Hungry Ghosts. That was uh, written by Keith Champagne. And the last one is the one that you have, Lazarus Rising. Okay. So just pulled it up and I see now there's Batman annual 26 and Robin annual number seven. So I think what you just showed me was the Batman annual 26. God, Uh, so I don't even have all the issues. Ah! (laughs) Now I'd I'd say that, you know, maybe that first one is probably, if I had to rank like the three, the first and the last prelude, the middle one, the festival, I'm not a fan of the art. I'm sorry. Um, You know, Jason, Pearson, not a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, just not, not my, not my tempo. Not bad, just not my tempo. Sure. Um, so yeah, I, I would probably the first one is definitely better. It, it's okay. it's a nice kind of story where, um, it's look it's looking on the backstory of Roz and kind of where he's coming from, being told by Talia to Damien, and it's always fascinating where he is put into the historical record because it, it's. It, I'm a history nerd, so and sure. former history teacher, so it's interesting. And you know, I mean, I wrote this down. I mean, come on, how could Talia ever trust the White Ghost? He totally needs Damien to resurrect Roz. So that's where this kind of starts mm-hmm. about about it. And then Damien, just as always, being the perfect entitled little brat that he is. Ah, uh, well, I've, I need to now get on to DC Universe Infinite mm-hmm. and see if I can find this Batman annual. I, read it if they have it and the other ones they, i'm a completist they, they, it's really they might, annoys me that i don't have these <laughs> well they might have it because i know they do have a, in the storyline section i know they have one for resurrection uh, of Ra's okay Ghul, so i think it might be collected in that because they're really good <sighs> about that i failed i gotta stop the recording um <laughs> we'll do this again i apologize but um okay so setting the table then mm-hmm. for those um you said that the batman 670 issue you think that one probably like I've never it, felt lost in starting the story. No, it, it, and, and definitely not. It was it was more of I, I think that one is just definitely more necessarily than the Festival of the Hungry Ghost, just because it sets up pro- the you know White Ghost, the yeah. relationship she has with Damien, and what's what's kind of going on. So no, I don't think it's it's you have to read it, but it definitely you you won't be disappointed if you do read it. It does set up. It does okay. do a good setup. I'll I'll get there. Mm-hmm. I, I promise you, I won't let you down, Chris. Um, <laughs> but so, I do, lo- but but I do love like you know having Tony Daniels' art with uh, Glapian's you know inks is just mm-hmm. like 
this is the the like next to like Jim Lee, like those two together are are like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good combo. This was my this was my introduction to Tony Daniel. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think he I think these were the first ish. No, he might have done like a six sixties. He he did um he was tied to uh fifty two for a while before that. And I think wasn't he Jeez, I'm trying to think of. I, I want to say he he headed up some more stuff before then. But anyways, as far as I go, or as far as like my like reading with Daniel, um, this was on the CD. Nope, that's Andy Huber. I was gonna say six sixty four. I think six sixty four, six sixty five of Batman were also Andy Huber. Anyway, sorry. Let's dive into the story. I'm getting so sidetracked here. <laughs> uh, is this cool? Cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a Grant Morrison idea that I could totally jump on. It's not too uh, crazy in the fact of uh, Ra's al Ghul is going to be resurrected. He's back in a different body. That's all uh, wrapped up and it, it's his consciousness that's transferring into somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's not full on. He jumped in the Lazarus pit. He's, you know, what we've seen, which at this time, my, my knowledge of him was not very uh, deep. But I did know, oh, Lazarus Pit, that's where he goes, and that's how he lives forever. Well, they did something a little different here, which I think is definitely interesting. And then the what keeps the story going, the motivation is that he has a grandson. Yeah. Um, I want my consciousness to go into my grandson's body. And I like younger, more, you know, energetic, uh, at his prime again, that's where he wants to start. He doesn't want to start in an adult's. An adult's body and that's basically how the story gets up and running that's how it involves damien the bat family and everything and um i i'm just i'm in on the idea from the beginning i think it's mm-hmm. interesting really interesting to me let's yeah, see where this be- goes yeah just because again like he had died at the end of the death of the maidens mm-hmm. you know and, and so when you know a man who's can constantly resurrect resurrected and lazarus pits are becoming few and far between mm-hmm. it, it's rather interesting to see you know, I do, I do like, you know, we're, we're getting at the heart of the matter in this book. I, I enjoyed the banter between this character, I Ching and Batman to put the pieces mm-hmm. together. That, that was a lot of fun. Um, when, when we get the, these three cr- female criminals, Tiger Moth, Silk and Spider and Dragonfly, I, I find that Batman is much less brutal. And I, me thinks it's because they're women. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, if they were the other gender, yeah, they, it wouldn't be as so nicely put down. But I do like one of them calling out Talia, saying, like, how long did it take you to throw together the naughty secretary? I was like, yep, <laughs> we all kind of saw that image on the next page. I was, I was like, mm-hmm, all right, mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what okay. you're doing here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was. I, 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 love the cos- I love the cosplay that uh, the Hush cosplay that Roz is doing. Yeah. Okay. That's where I was going to. And also with this new approach and how he's uh, resurrected and whatnot is he can't feel pain. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I, I was trying to find the page. Uh, to, so I knew the exact name of the, basically like the, the guy who sacrificed his body or submitted or allowed him to have his body. But Batman said it was like poisoned mm-hmm. or something beforehand. So that, and that, that also, uh, carries over to where Ross says, says this body won't do because it is it's basically it's poison i'm yeah. rotting look i'm not feeling pain because everything is just dead and i'm just held together as a mummy 
uh, I need, I need younger. I need better. Um, Sam Tang, the action movie star, vanished. So there you go. Um, <laughs> the Human Fist. Yeah. He worked on Raz al Ghul's security staff for a few years. Um, Raz can be reborn from ashes. Um, yeah, and so yeah, the I I um, I Ching and Batman and their discussion stuff really sets gets into some specifics on where the story's going. Surprises me that this Batman issue is called Prelude when it's like without this, and you just pick it up with part one. It is kind of like what you'd be you be what? Oh yeah, it, it, we it, we I'll... need this. Why isn't it a part one of of eight at that point? Because DC editorial. <laughs> there you go. All right, we solved that one. Uh, it's a. I mean, as stories with Roz, as we see, they do end up going across the Atlantic, or if you're going the other direction, across the Pacific, and then inland. Some, um, the the books that this crossed over into, as I already read, Batman, uh, Nightwing, Robin, Detective Comics, and it's very, it's obvious here too that. It's all one story, but and as we've seen with these different, I mean, as you just mentioned at the top of the show, Shadow War, when that hopped into other titles, that title's character is the main character of that chapter, of that Mm -hmm. issue. But I think that it really balanced uh, well. So like in the Robin issue that is technically part one, uh, like, yes, it talks like Robin is the main character in this. We do check up quick though and add some context and some story with Batman and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if Nightwing popped up into that issue, but I mean, that was a, a fun one. What you're teased with, and I love this, what you're teased with on the cover of the Robin issue is Damien versus Tim. And that's what the issue is. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and it's, uh, I always love it when Damien faced off with Tim and in, in this particular way, and Alfred being the voice of reason, he actually continues to see the good in everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good fight. And it, it just shows that, you know, both Tim and Damien know how to get it, get each other's goat, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, Damien gets a good call out a few times, just thinking that you know I'm his son. You're never going to be his son. Yeah. You know, I, stings. I'm, <laughs> for for Tim, like recently, as we get later, like he's gone through a lot of stuff, losing basically anyone he's ever come close to these in the past year and a half. It's it's been rough for Tim. He didn't even get to enjoy being adopted by Bruce because, like, the very next issue, Damien was introduced. Yep. Or was it two issues <laughs> later, Damien yeah. was introduced. <laughs> and uh yeah so that's it so i mean that that stings mm-hmm. you know but i think that it's a good issue that's also teased of okay so we're getting this this sort of fight but um the ninjas are coming yeah. but i want to take a time out and do a detour for this robin art it's freddie e williams the second mm-hmm. i have a hard time seeing that this is freddie e. williams because in my head is the batman tmnt books and the was it Masters of the Universe and Justice League, mm-hmm. and right now is Power Rangers uh, versus Godzilla. I think there's a totally different style there than what's in this issue. So it's like, oh man, I don't see Freddie Williams in this at all. Oh, but well, it's his. That, well, then at that point, it's early in his career. So yeah, still, exactly. still refining. So that's kind of cool. Looks good, mm-hmm. definitely. But I, I even I sent it to. Uh, pal ryan haas and he was just like i think it definitely looks like freddie williams I'm like, Man, <laughs> you're I, wrong. I don't yeah exactly he's like you shut down your podcast you don't know what you're talking about i but i've hard time seeing it i but do i do like that, that top, 
I do like Talia calling out Bruce's number for caring more about his villains than the safety of his own son. Mm. Yeah. And he and farming out his son's safety to the Bat family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um that's why, even though I mean Talia is okay, so Catwoman, you feel is on the line a lot, but leans more towards hero than villain. Yeah. Uh, Talia, you definitely feel more villain than hero. Oh yeah, but I, there, there's there's never been a time I trusted Talia. Yeah, and then there's but there's just something too of with the the Talia Bruce relationship when it's done like really well, which Morrison like that became the foundation of his long run, like mm-hmm. a lot of Al Ghul, uh, especially Talia, involved. But the dynamic between the two is done really really well. So she's also one that she will call out Bruce's BS. She's not intimidated by him in the slightest. Mm-hmm. And then you have instances where she sends ninja man bats after him. And then if <laughs> this is not too many issues later and it's just those two, she's not intimidated. He's still helping her out and they're allies for this. And it's, uh, I think that's maybe that is why the Al Ghul relationship with Bruce Talia or Roz, like it's always now appreciated because don't know how this is going to end up. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's really going to happen next. You might think you do, but they're so untrustworthy, but you know that they're not like snakes about it either. It's very calculated. It's very intelligent uh, manipulation to get what they want. Mm-hmm. So I and, like and, it. No, it's good. And then when you get to the other chapter and it's continuing Talia trying to keep cutting at Bruce being a bad father. Yeah. But you know, with Nightwing coming into the the fold, you know, him taking down the three female criminals in short order was made me laugh. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I love all, see, uh, you know, again, this is why I really do enjoy uh, Batman and Robin Eternal, you know, all the Robins working together. Mm-hmm. Um, Dick and Dick making the choice to save the female criminals versus saving Tim and Damien. It is, he is pulling, that's totally what Bruce would do. Mm-hmm. because he would make the same things like they can take care of themselves i don't have to worry about them they'll be okay and that comes back to bite dick later on mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah it, it, because you know later on tim feels like he made the poor choice he he didn't save his family he saved two three random criminals you know i, I don't know it, it's hard you, i can see both sides of the coin on that one yeah I mean, and it's, it's just in his nature of I'm not here to kill. I'm here to save. Uh, it's also trust in the fact of Tim can, I don't know, he trusts him mm-hmm. to, to be able to get his way out of this. The whole Wayne Manor invasion of ninjas, that was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, that was really cool. It made me think of, uh, which is funny because this precedes it, but it made me think of Court of Owls, that issue. Uh, sometimes when there is a Wayne Manor invasion, I like it. It's not a trope I want done over and over again, uh, in which it's good that so far it's not. I don't think. Um, I think that's just, it was a fun issue. And then having Nightwing, Tim, and Damien all together and fighting, I don't, I don't, that was a fun chapter, I guess it would be in your book, issue and in, in what I was reading. Mm-hmm. Um, develops... And, and that's where it's not a wasted, it's not a wasted issue, the Robin or the Nightwing issues. Uh, it's, I mean, your book that you have right there is Batman, the resurrection of Razogul. Mm-hmm. 
but they're i mean of the issues collected half of them are batman books but it's not it's not wasted the story is developing the story is moving along because you need to get tim and you need to get damien uh kidnapped and taken to go see Roz. hey what for because Roz, that's when he proposes to damien of uh kind of like i want your body he says to you know basically to tim he he flirts that idea with him of Mm -hmm. i can get you to talk to your parents again and that really messes with tim's head Mm -hmm. because at this point it's still i mean in the character's history his parents death is still pretty freaking recent in his brain yeah and he 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 recently lost his dad and an identity crisis he he's lost spoiler his girlfriend Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know it's you know, just despite like this is another issue. I'm not a not a fan uh, of chapters three's art. It, it the faces look a little. I don't the know, night, look... the Nightwing. Uh, no, the uh, third chapter with Ryan Benjamin doing the pencils. Oh, okay, the detective issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally part three of seven, as they claimed. <laughs> but like you said, like that's where Tim gets like he's dangling, saying, "If you join my side, I can make sure to bring back your parents." And yeah, for for a kid that's you know lost both his parents lost his girlfriend recently kind of basically feels like he's losing his father to the quote unquote blood son. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's definitely a hard pill to uh, not necessarily swallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get what you mean about the, the art in that one, as I just flipped it open mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, there's an image it's when uh, Batman and Talia are talking and Batman's got a really strange shape. And then there's some coloring <laughs> issue for Talia where it looks like she's got three big buck teeth. Yep. I, I'm literally looking like, at that. Yep. Huh? Yeah. That's uh, I don't think Bruce would go for that, but oh, you know, whatever <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants, but no, I get you on and that. That's another, you know, another key issue to the story. Cause it's got, you know, Nightwing and Alfred now mm-hmm. Alfred's involved. Because they gotta go flying overseas. Don't, don't underestimate Alfred. Size that's matters right. not. <laughs> they find their. I mean, and I think that's where. I mean, Batman finds out as he puts the sword up to Roz, who at this point he's looking green. Uh, he's looking worse. He should put the the toilet paper back on. Um, <laughs> yeah. And bat and I mean, as is. You got, I mean, when you think of with Roz, you you instantly think of it with in Batman, you think of that Neil Adams cover and you're like, ah, oh, sword fight, right? Like somehow mm-hmm. it's like there's got to be swords involved oh, yeah. with Batman and Roz at some point. And so that's where you get your sword. Batman has it out and Roz just walks into it and he's like, pain is no longer a mitigating factor. So that's where Batman starts. To, like, that's where he learns like, oh, hell. Mm hmm. Okay, there's this is this is new. <laughs> well, well, then you get to the next chapter, and you know I, I wrote in my notes here. You know, Batman always finding his inner Captain Kirk with the Kobe Mashi Maru scenario, finding a way to still cheat death with a third yeah. option to take Roz to classic Nanda, Batman. Yeah, Nanda Parbat to find the Fountain of Youth. There, I was like, yep, that's it. Way to go, way to go, Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> he did because I mean that that Detective Comics issue uh, eight thirty eight. So part as it's labeled part three of seven at the end of like that's Raza's proposal to him is uh, he's either boy would be a fine host for my brain. So Tim or Damien though, naturally that means everything the lad was would cease to exist. Having to t- make such a decision would tear my soul in two, which is why I'm going to make you do it, which will be detective. 
which one of your boys lives and which one dies. So that's, hey, that's a good cliffhanger. Yeah. And he's like, like, oh my goodness. and then you don't even have to wait too long because they're like, neither. I'm going to take you to basically <laughs> the fountain of youth. Classic Batman. He's like, no, I'm just going to tell you neither. And Roz says, oh, okay. Let's go on a road trip. Now, in which now, they go to the fountain of youth. Yeah. Now, what did you think of that? The reveal that the sensei is Roz's dad. Well, and th- again, because I don't read this one too often, there's a lot of time in between my reads. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> and it instantly makes me think, too. And I think this is how I've, how I've always felt about it. I'm like, wait, was I supposed to know this? Or is this new, inf- new information? So I'm going to pretend it's new information. <laughs> is it new information, Chris? I that was I mean, like you said, it'd been a long time. So uh I'm gonna yes. go with yes, it's new information. <laughs> okay, there you go. Roz has a dad and his name's Sensei. <laughs> he's four years old and he's like daddy, and he got uh, smacked. He's like, My name is Sensei. I mean, we did learn about his mom in the uh Lazarus pit, uh the, the Lazarus uh you know, died on Death Island, basically, as I call it. <laughs> yeah. Talk, I mean <laughs> the Al Ghouls family drama, that should be uh, a new a new series. The Al Ghouls. <laughs> Get him on um, Jerry Springer. It could be fun. Yeah. Let's resurrect that show. But I'm trying and uh, resurrect the Al Ghouls. So anyways. And, and, um, and, that's and, a... and Sensei beats the crud out of Bruce. Like, yeah. basically spearing him too. <laughs> and this... I'm just... Now, now, I missed something at some point. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did the... Is... You know, it the burnt... He falls into the water. It burns. He's like, why does it burn? Bruce falls in and like, like Bruce has a gaping hole. And then I'm guessing the, at that point it's like, it's not really explained, but the waters are healing him because you go to the next chapter and he's leaning up against something. Like he's not showing one bit. Like it's almost like the artist didn't talk to each other. It's like, yeah. dude, he's supposed to be looking pretty ragged. What the heck happened? <laughs> well, I think that I wonder if in it's uh, while they were planning and plotting this story, if they were like, this issue needs to go to the Batman team because I, I just get the vibe in reading this, that like Tony Daniel had a hell of a time drawing this issue. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cool action throughout this entire issue. Some good yeah. fighting, some good moments where I wonder if that is like, this is, this is a little bit of an artist spotlight issue. I think, um, yeah. I think it's all done really, really well. It's really cool. It's really effective. Um, and yeah, like you said, Sensei beats the crap out of Bruce. I mean, um, for a moment, I almost thought, is this another instance where Batman gets hit so hard he loses teeth, but yet for some reason he always has all of his teeth? But nope, it's like the part of his cowl, like the 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 lenses and the eyes. It seems like that shatters. Yep, um, and, and not damaging his retina at all. You know, no, no, because he's Batman. He's yeah. got a backup retina and a backup to the backup. Because um, he's always fully prepared. He, he's literally stabbed through vital organs and fine. Yeah. Like next he, issue, not not showing any signs of this happening. Comic books, am I right? <laughs> I, I at least I got a little confused and had to pause my reading to go back and forth towards the end of this one of Sensei gets knocked into the fountain of youth. Mm-hmm. And then there, I don't know, like you see that Bruce is not in it. Sorry, Batman. Yeah, he doesn't fall into it at all. He doesn't fall into it. The next page, everything's burning. You have a, a monk that's looking over Raza's body. 
And then you've got the the panel of Bruce's like his Batman's hand coming up, like he's climbing out of it, even though he wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. And then you've you, you felt the like the manga ah, or you know whatever, and that's you end up learning. Well, then Bruce, it seems like Bruce is in the Fountain of Youth, I, yeah. and then the next issue, the monk is Ross. But then it's like it, I don't know. It took me a little bit to kind of understand. Oh, okay, so that was Batman climbing. The way that's colored behind his hand. Yeah, I know this is getting really specific. It looks like that to me. That made it look like he's climbing out of the uh, but, fountain of youth. But you look at the previous page. He's not even anywhere. He's next to it, but he's not in it at any point. But then yeah. you go to the next issue, and he's standing beside the tree, and none of his none of he doesn't show a big gaping hole in his suit. Mm-hmm where he was literally stabbed. So even if he got in the water and it healed him, fine. Did, I didn't realize the fountain of youth could also fix fabric. At his, you have torn clothes, like, go to the like, fountain of He doesn't look beat up in his face. He, he mm-hmm. Some of the, you know, the Kevlar is, you know, gone on mm-hmm. his arm. Like, you know, the mess, uh, the chain mail is gone. It's still there. So it's just like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, and I think that's, and I noticed that, how I kept going back and I'm like, okay, it's, it's a comic book, but also I need to make sense of this. What happened here? How did this happen? And then it, it took me a second to where even the, the transferring of consciousness clicked of like, oh yeah, that's how he's doing it. This, mm-hmm. okay. That's how, this story. That's how he's doing. It. Okay. But what happened to Batman? <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> All being said, that's a great image, uh, especially to tease uh, as he's getting up and you're you know um, yeah looks good that's a good looking batman right there i love in chapter five the debate i love damien saying don't trust anyone over 30 and then talia <laughs> follows up by don't trust anyone who's had over 30 lives <laughs> that was good always smart and I, I mean if i'd be i'd be stuck right there in front of them and they drop like a really good line like that in real life and i'd probably be like wow that's a really good line oh yeah you got ninjas and they're gonna come and stab me whatever but you know what talia Sorry, Ms. Agul. I'm sure I would have to call you. Um, that's a you're that's, good. That's good. That's a good line. It's a good line. But, um, but it's an appropriate chapter name just because Damien is, you know, I mean, not Damien. Um, Tim is ma- having a real crisis of consciousness. He he yeah. is really tempted to go and and like agree to join Roz's Roz's troop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Despite despite I Ching trying to stop him and I, I love it he says at the end you know to fight you is to only harden your resolve the superior man must decide for himself which path to take go ahead robin i will not try to stop you and, and at the end he may not try to stop you but i sure as hell will and yeah <laughs> another oh, robin boy. fight here we go another one but this one i i don't know because i liked the the other one mm-hmm. i really like this nightwing issue um, I really liked this fight. I liked all their dialogue. I, I liked Dick's inner monologue um, because, I mean, they gave it time to flesh it out. It wasn't like a one-page fight and then over with. It wasn't Tim being like, but Dick, it's a really good deal. And Dick says, it's a really bad deal. And Tim says, you're right. And then they move on. You know, it's like they give <laughs> it weight, give it time to play out. And in the end, you could say nothing really changed, but like, no, it's a, it's relationship building between tim and dick mm-hmm. tim is, it, it, i mean dick is the good big brother 
to Tim. So he's not there to hurt him. He's, he's there to help him and to help him realize like this may look appeasing. It's not the way. And Tim has to work his way out of that to where in the end it is like, you know, he breaks down in front of him, but like mm-hmm. goal achieved at that point. Yeah, especially, I mean, there's some great splash pages with mm-hmm. them and their in their fighting at that point, just because they're very different fighters in, in how they go about things. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like we said, Tim's gone through so much, losing spoiler, losing Connor, losing his dad in the last year and a half. I mean, he he he's trying to find something at that point. But, you know, Dick trying to reason with him, saying, like, they've been gone too long. You can't restore uh, their soul, truly yeah. can't restore it. And eventually, like, let's make, make the choice. And if he stops him, he says, I, he doesn't trust him. And if he goes mm-hmm. through with it, I shouldn't have ever trusted him. But Tim makes the tough choice and both brothers hug. It, it, it's the appropriate way to end this. Yep. Absolutely. Um, but I did, but I do like when they, the last page is like, wait a minute, Roz is back and he's taking the life of Damien. What the heck happened? <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget. We got to tease you to read the next part. I really like. So I like when, you know, they come out of the, out of the, the pit or whatever, and they're back like in the mountain, they're waiting for Alfred to come with the plane and Talia comes walking up massive battle axe in one hand, massive sword in the other. And Dick says in his mind, sometimes I forget what Bruce saw, ever saw in her. And then there are times like this <laughs> yeah, where you could just see it. She just took out an entire militia on her oh, own. Yeah. You just believe that's what happened because mm-hmm. she's a badass. <laughs> yeah. And, and so you, you look at that final, final page where Roz mm-hmm. looks basically back to normal. He's not yeah. in the life of day. You turn to the next page. Okay. Again, wait a minute. You guys aren't talking to each other because Roz looks mostly healed. In this case, he's like still looking zombie like, and mm-hmm. I was like, Okay, no one's talking to you. DC editorial, you got to talk to these people and telling them how they're each looking because this is just this is boggling my mind. <laughs> it's thinking that we haven't put together after a, a big portion of the middle of this issue is the monk explaining to Batman, I'm Roz now. And then that page at the very end is the weird green outline of like the monk spirit or something, but yeah. then it's Roz and it's like, no, we'd have, we'd have got it. Yeah. Like we under we understood you spent a you know quite a few pages in this issue itself explaining we got it it's okay but yeah you need the striking image I guess mm-hmm. uh, I love you know now Batman's doing everything to protect Damien because he's there mm-hmm. but the revelation of the White Ghost being Ross's yeah. son what? You know, there, there, there's a lot Again, of family revelation family drama <laughs> um which what's his what's his real name I know he's the White Ghost Did it start with a D. I did not commit that to memory. I just kept on calling him the white ghost. Yeah. I just remembered that was easy because I even went back and I was like, wait, no, his name is this. And then sure enough. Yeah. So that's where, I mean, that's where Roz gets <laughs> Dusan or Dusan, D-U-S-A-N. But, um, it's, but it's almost kind of a little laughable at that point. Cause I kind of laughed like, wait a minute. You obviously knew he was your son this entire time. So the revelation is more so for us and others noticing it. So you could have solved, gotten a lot of problems and just taken out your, your son and not have to go. This whole thing is like, come on, man, I've already solved half your problems. Let's take (laughs) out your son. You didn't need him. Yeah. Yeah. He was loyal, but you can find other loyal, you know, family members, right? There's a lot of your ninjas that are in great shape and would give like sacrifice for you. Like, like that. But okay, go for the, but the white. But the, but the body wouldn't last because it had to be a blo- It had to be blood. That's so. that's true. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, 
really cool big big battle at the end mm-hmm. i mean talia takes damien and runs um Roz, this- i mean he, he does some epic fighting and um some of the the followers and then you've got who who is it um the uh ramakushna mm-hmm. they're basically like get out and everybody gets out <laughs> it's like you've defiled these lands yeah Roz, you're never invited back everyone else sorry <laughs> yeah bye-bye and basically like everybody takes note so i feel like that's like that as an ending it's like it almost feels a little abrupt mm-hmm. um, oh yeah because because the, the sword fight was very little between you know Roz mm-hmm. and, and, and batman and and now, will you? Did you go back and read uh, Detective Eight Forty? I did Are not you familiar read the with, with what happens in that one. Unfortunately, I am not. I am a bad Batman person. I okay, did not. No, read we're it. both on equal playing field here. Then. Okay, <laughs> I didn't read the prelude. Yeah. I didn't read this, but but it's it's not crucial. However, it's really interesting to see uh, writer Paul like on the a big splash page the Roz, the resurrection of Roswell epilogue writer mm-hmm. Paul Dini welcomes the new art team of Dustin Wen and Derek Fridoff to Detective Comics and then as you guys will know there was a really good run of comics that had Paul Dini and Dustin Wen <clears throat> who, 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 who I think Paul Dini writes some of the best hush that could rival actual Jim Lee and Jeff Loeb I have a hot take if anybody ever picks that story um, I love that story. Yeah. That's such I, a good I, story. I, I will put that and think it's a better Hush story than Hush's. All right. Chris said it first, everybody. Send your hate mail to him. But I agree. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this story is actually just, there's an, an artifact, a globe artifact uh, that Roz and some ninjas come and try and take. Roz is like glowing white, basically, at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Batman finds a way to get him committed to Arkham Asylum where his body has to be put uh, let's see I thought that he said exactly basically he's got a like a serum he basically they reunite clash separate Batman tracks him down gets him and uh, basically gets him committed to Arkham the paperwork and everything that he has to go deep into the cells of Arkham and be basically getting this uh, serum every like hour that keeps mm. Roz basically just like, in which the files back up, whatever he tells you is going to be utter nonsense. <laughs> That's a good, like classic Paul Dini. It's a good way. They explain how, and it's like, we're tucking Roz away for a while until yep. we need him. And this is a perfect way to just close the chapter on him for now. That's the epilogue way. It's a fun read. It's Paul Dini. Come on. Um, it's a good ap- epilogue if you got the time to track it down on oh, yeah, DC yeah. Universe Infinite. Just like I got some homework to do. Chris, you don't have homework to do, but if you got 20 minutes, you know, track it down. Give it a Oh, I think I can do that. Okay. Uh, is there anything else to touch on that you uh, that we haven't yet before no, I mean, we start it, it, to wrap up? Yeah, like I said, overall, I think it's it's a good kind of, you know, another good raw story. Is it is it my favorite Ross story? It's it's definitely up there. I wouldn't call it my top one, but I definitely enjoy going back to this. Sure. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's not my top, um, but it's a it's a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, liked it the first time I read it. I've liked it every time since. Um, yep. Yeah, this is a good a good Roswell Ghoul story. That's mm-hmm. it, a little bit more expansive than a, than just like some of the typical not typical even uh, than ones that came before. 
that I thought were a little bit more contained. This feels, you know, this feels bigger, which mm-hmm. is really cool. And yeah. I appreciate that. So uh, that being said, let's get into some favorites. All right. Chris, what was your favorite part of the resurrection of Ra's al Ghul? I would have to say um, chapter six, living proof um, because of the, the um, Nightwing and Tim, you know, that, that definitely had a lot of heart to it. And it definitely, I think this is the first time Tim's had to really come to terms and be outward in front of like what he's dealing with. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a really good actor in a really fun movie. His name's Gary Busey. The movie is point break. And he says, Utah, give me two. Because I fully agree. My favorite part is that fight from that Nightwing issue between Dick <laughs> and Tim. Cause there's this, I mean, it's a fight that you're not worried. One's going to kill the other. You feel pretty safe. Um, but it is the, it's the dialogue in between. It's the lesson Tim mm-hmm. learns. It's Dick being patient to his younger brother. I think there's a lot there. That's like a relationship build that is like, God, this makes you like Dick Grayson even more. This likes you, makes you like Tim Drake even more. It makes you respect their uh, relationship even more too. So I think all in an issue. You see, you say Gary Busey, and every time someone says Gary Busey, I just think of Saturday Night Live's 25th anniversary where Billy Crystal's playing Fernando and he's talking to people in the audience and he says, Oh my God, Gary Busey, you're alive. I'm so happy for you, but I lost 20 bucks. No, no, don't get up. Oh, the second coming. (laughs) I don't know that. I'm going to look it up on YouTube right now. So as soon as we're done, I'm going to watch it. Uh, Oh, that's funny. Uh, How about uh, a favorite panel? Uh, favorite panel yeah it's probably got to be something i would have to say let me uh where is it it's i know it's going to be tony tony s daniel just because oh yeah it's definitely going to be that related i just want to make sure uh, let's see where is it it would be yes it would be probably chapter five and it would definitely kind of be the the fights between him and sensei yeah all right i mean that's good um really close i thought maybe we'd do it again but it's the end of batman 671 tony daniel it's i don't care that you and i question it a little bit that's a good looking image of batman in the fountain of youth saying great tony daniel image love it it. is give me that definitely is just to have everything changed in the next issue. It's like, oh, everything's fine. He never yeah, bought it. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if story-wise that makes sense, but that looks really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, how about, would you like to see this adapted in animation? Yeah, I could I could see it. Um, you know, standing where DC animation is these days, it's, it's hit or miss, but, you know, I wouldn't mind it. I think they definitely could do... They could pretty much leave everything in and do a really good 75 minute movie that could mm-hmm. pacing is great. Um, include everything, take it all up because it in, includes not too many characters, but enough characters. It includes not too many locations, but enough locations, a lot of action, but a lot of uh, like drama too. I mean, the Al Ghul family, like, yeah. that's enough drama for you. <laughs> but I think <laughs> this could be a really cool um, out there pick for them to do an animated movie on mm-hmm. um so, I, I yeah. still i still think my one i do want to i would love to see would probably contagion and legacy i would love to oh. see that mm-hmm. uh 
a okay. a not a 75 minute because that would just be the slap in the face of everything but yeah of of nightfall and nightfall night's quest night's end and then um no man's land oh so now you're talking animated series oh yeah oh, whole animated admit, series no don't don't again they messed <laughs> up they messed up with injustice you had it on the table where you could you didn't have to combine everything into one movie you could have you <laughs> oh, done did. a series but they tried and in my opinion they failed miserably but that's Uh-oh. me yikes Again, Again, send your it, hate it, mail it, too, it, it, Chris. It, it, I I do not question if someone if you yourself Ryan like it or other people like it. Sorry, I just I'm too much of a fan of the comics. Not wanting a straight ad- adaptation. I'm good with adaptation. Sure. I was not good with what they uh, decided to do. What they did with that. Yeah, got it. Okay. Hey, fair enough. You yeah. know what? I haven't watched it in a long time, so maybe I don't even like it, and I just think I do. <laughs> Maybe um, right now, what, I don't know. what what I have come to see is people who have not read the comic like it. The people that gotcha. do read the comic and really like it are we are the ones that have problems with it. So fair enough. Okay. Yep. I've only read a little bit of that comic series and it was uh like I don't know, the first 13 issues or something like that. I don't know. Um yeah, so there you go, which apparently is like yeah. only scratching the surface on the it is. injustice series. So <laughs> Do you have any final any final thoughts? Any final words on the, no, the it's, resurrection it, uh, of Rule? Nope, I enjoyed revisiting it, and uh, definitely as always, I enjoy coming onto your show and talking all things Batman. Absolutely, please come back, mm-hmm. please, Will please. Do. People don't like me anymore. I gotta, don't I gotta get part of the five timers club. You know, I've got to get. <laughs> That's on true. There. You got to get one of those special jackets. Yeah, although it might just be a special bookmark. That's all I can afford right now. But anyways, that, there you go. That's okay. Collector's item. Uh, I appreciate you coming back on. Thank you so much. And why don't you please, please, please plug away anything that you'd like to. Yep. Uh, as you said at the opening, I'm part of the uh, Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. So I have two shows on there. I've got World's Finest True Believers, where a guest comes on and we chat about all thing, any a graphic novel or a comic book arc of the guest choosing from any publisher. And you yourself. Wow, that sounds similar to Batman Book Club. I know. I just, I'm sorry I just, that I, I stole just, it. I, I just opened it up to everything instead of, <laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> that way exactly. I, I don't have to worry about saying, hey, it could be anything. And I, and so you've been a guest on there, a number of people uh, yeah. that we are mutuals with at that point. But my that goes monthly, dropping on the last Sunday of the month of each month. And then uh, my other weekly show on there is Marvel Alliance, where my buddy Brent and I talk everything going on in the world of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Comics, Marvel on streaming, uh, just everything that goes weekly on Thursday Nights Live on the Geekverse YouTube channel and drops on Friday mornings on the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. Or if you just want to, I know this is a DC show, but if you just want to know everything Marvel, you can subscribe to Marvel Alliance on uh, on our solo feed. So find me there. It's it's a lot of fun. Enjoy it. So There you go. Uh, fans can like anything and oh. everything they want. And if you want to follow me on Twitter at Chris Bowser. So I was going to say, Chris, my friend, what's your Twitter? We need and, to know where to send all the, all the, the hate mail for uh, your injustice <laughs> thoughts. Um, and, no, and, please and, don't. <laughs> and all my other hot takes at that point that, that are. <laughs> quite yeah, interesting, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You're at, such a controversial figure. Yes. As you see every, every, <laughs> I, I get into Twitter fights all the time, which I really oh, don't because yeah. I don't, I don't have the patience for, I just say, yeah. hmm, that's interesting. Scroll up. Yep. Have, Scroll a, up. <laughs> have a good day. Yep. Um, so please do follow Chris, follow some of his stuff that he's doing. Um, I have it locked and loaded recently. He dropped an episode talking to the great Mike Grell. Um, I can't wait to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, some he's teased, he teased me before we started recording on some good information. So on there, good conversation. So yeah, please follow him. 
Um, if you want to follow the Batman Book Club, you can do that on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, sometimes some giveaways. Do subscribe to the Batman Book Club YouTube channel. Currently doing a Road to No Man's Land series with my pal Peter Arvera, as well as continued on recently the uh, From Page to Screen um, talking Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with my other Midwestern pal, Garrett Grabs. So do subscribe to that. Other cool stuff is coming up. If you have questions or comments that you want to write into the show, you can do that at thebatmanbc at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to support the show, a variety of ways you can do that. Patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. The store at TeePublic, TeePublic.com. Search TBBC, The Batman Book Club, where you can find t-shirts, uh, notebooks, hoodies, onesies for your little ones, anything at all if you would like to support the show that way. But lastly, if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, that's 100% A-OK. Just rate and review the show wherever you listen to the show. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, iHeartRadio. Yep, got it. iHeartRadio. There we go. I thought for some reason I made something up. Uh, just rate and <laughs> review the show because it helps spread the word. Let's rewind. Because the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So for Chris Balga, I am Ryan Mauer. And until next time, read more Batman comics. Always. <laughs>